What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Heavy Pour. It's your boy, Henry. And I'm hanging out with uh, Justin. I'm right here, Hen. It's right another here. Thursday. Heavy Pour is back. Yes, sir. So, a little bit of a change this week, uh, on Thursday this week because we're going back to the NFL. We had a lot of news today. Yeah, it's been eventful, and I think it's going to pick up a lot here with free agency, just like getting into the swing of things, and then obviously the draft coming up here soon. So, we've heard the rumors. Everyone's heard it by now. If you follow football, Russell Wilson, I don't think he's happy with the Seahawks. No, I'm, I'm not saying, because I don't think he's formally requested a trade. But there's been a lot of rumblings. He told He tells his agent, hey. I don't want to leave, but if I did want to leave, here's where I want to go. Yeah, that's just a weird thing to say, you know? Like, if you are if you don't want to leave, but then you drop, like, all right, I don't want to go, I want to stay in Seattle, but if I'm going to go, I'll waive my, my tra- no-trade clause for the Saints, Raiders, Cowboys, and Bears. What an odd group. <laughs> I know, it doesn't make any sense. No. Like, seriously, Raiders, I mean... That wouldn't be, like, the worst landing spot. Cowboys, it's just, like, the market, it makes sense. The Bears? The Bears makes no sense. Like, the why? The Bears? I mean, I think Drew Brees is holding the Saints hostage right now. Yeah. And our uh, retirement episode is going to be a cold take if he comes back for next year. Exactly. It's why we haven't done it yet. But I don't know what's going on at all. No one actually knows what's going on. I don't even think Russell Wilson knows what's going on. It seems like this has been brewing for a while, right? The dude gets hit more than anyone in football. He gets hit a lot. He doesn't get to throw the ball. Okay, first of all, let me just say this. If you're the owner of the Seahawks, I don't know who he is. Dude, you fire Pete Carroll in a a second before you trade Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson is like, this is the issue, and a lot of it sends from Pete Carroll, I'd be like, hey, Pete, thanks for everything. You're 70 years old. Good luck. No, like, I, I appreciate your work here, but we got a franchise guy that comes around once every 20 years, and we're not going to let this go over with just one ring. You're not getting another one. You're not, get, you're not, you're not getting another Russell Wilson. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Is like You can't just trade this guy out. Like You have to make things work. And if Pete Carroll's the issue, which it sounds a lot like, is majority of it, his inability to let Russell throw the ball. We're not in 2000 anymore. Like, just no, I know. let Russ toss the pigskin. Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook, dude. Honestly, like, it's all you need to do. He's so talented. In my opinion, Russell Wilson's the second-best quarterback in the NFL right now. Let him just go. Let him play. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. And that way of winning is just gone. Like, elite defense does enough on offense. It's, that's just not how it works anymore. Elite no. defense isn't a thing. No, and I mean, like, the Ravens are trying to do it, but they're at least different enough because Lamar Jackson is, he's just unlike anybody else plays the quarterback position. Right. He's just so fast that, like, it kind of works for the Ravens. Obviously, it was a little rocky at the start of this season, but they came on towards the end of the year. The, the Seahawks can't do that. Dude, the Bears, though? Like, why the Bears? I have no idea. That's a Is it the market of Chicago? I mean, is Chicago... Is he just trying to troll the Bears? Just trying to get Bears fans' hopes up? I would love it if he was doing that. What does he have to gain? Where's Where's Russ from? I don't know. Because he's... I don't think he's... He from... went to NC State and then he transferred to Wisconsin. Yeah, because I was going to say, I know he played at Wisconsin and so NC State, so I don't North think he's Carolina? from, like, 
Wisconsin. I mean, like, maybe if you're from the Midwest, you're like, ha-ha, screw you, Bears. I'm going to troll your fans and, you know, get you guys all excited. And then Mitch, again. No, I don't, I really have no idea what the, like, what kind of allure there is to play in Chicago. I mean, yeah, they're the Bears, and they kind of have history. They like a history of good defenses, but. Right. It says here he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay, yeah, so there's really not even, like, there's no merit to him trolling them, like, for any reason other than maybe he's just got a grudge. Or just to be funny. I don't know. Dude, okay, see, this is why I can't be an NFL player, because, like, I would just be like, here's my top three if I was a free agent. I'd be like, top three. I'd be like, Buccaneers, Chiefs, Jets. <laughs> like, just just to get fans' hopes up. I don't know. It'd be so funny, dude. The Jets would throw money at you, like, no tomorrow. Be like, you want, I know. You want 35 million a year for three years? Got it. I'd be like, Bucks, Chiefs, Bears. Bucks, Chiefs, Lions. Just, like, sorry franchises. Don't just the, li- the Lions are, like, the little brother you care about. They're, like, the baby brother, you know? Yeah, you know, like, I, like, it don't is mess true. With the Lions it's just, like, kind of I know. It's just, like, you just kind of feel bad for them. No, because they can't do anything right. And, like, it's not like the Bears can't do anything right. It's, like, just you. they can't find a running back or, like, Stafford's been amazing. Stafford was amazing for them. And his health held up until the very end. But, like, they just could never field a competent team around him and they could never find the right coach for him. Yeah. I don't know. The Lions are just someone that, like, I'd be kind of mad if you're messing with the Lions because they're, like, the baby brother, like. They're always in the basement, you know. They're always, like, kicking, like, three or four in the yeah. NFC North. No, I know. I know. Once in a while, it's just they'll like, be the second. Once in a blue moon. But um, I do have a question for you, though. Do you, I mean, I already know the answer to this, but do you think he's actually going to go? I don't think so. I really don't think he is. It's kind Dude, of this would be, like, like the biggest trade meme. in, like, the last 15 years if he left. I yeah. Think. I mean, do you think he's kind of, like, getting... I don't know. I mean, he might be getting antsy because like Stafford moved this uh, this pe- this off season, and then Deshaun Watson looks like he's gonna be traded, even though Houston's really giving him pushback for that. So like he wants in on that. He, you know he wants a new yeah. place. Sort of saying he wants the attention. I mean, yeah. It's Russell probably. Wilson and seen attention guy. Well, okay. Here's the thing: is like Russ has been amazing for the last like what ten years. Yeah. But he's he, like he gets respect, but he doesn't quite get the respect that anyone else does because he doesn't have that swagger. He's very like calm and collected and like. Yeah, I mean he well like there was this like Bleacher Report did that thing on him back in like 2015 where it's like the locker room didn't like him. I don't know why. It's just like he's had like stuff about him where they just like, I think it's like people think that he's just like too almost too professional and that he doesn't have like a like, a personal side to him, and, like, it just, like, rubbed teammates the wrong way, if that makes any sense. Like, Spongebob round pants, you're like, yeah, or it's just, Yeah, nice and it's just, like, rubbing. I don't think teammates got along with him because, like, he just wasn't able to connect with them like that, yeah. so then teammates were just kind of like, I don't really care for this dude. But, um, what I'm getting at is that I don't think, I don't think he's going to go. I mean, this would be the biggest trade in, like, the last 10 years if he went. Until I don't think Watson that's for, yeah. It'd be even bigger than Watson, though, because of, like, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. Just Do you think like, he's I'd... worth more than Deshaun Watson? No, not at okay, all. Okay, I don't think so either. I don't think, no. Watson's younger. Yeah, factoring in Watson's age, I think 
Watson's You can even argue if Watson's better. I mean, I'm, I'll sit here and listen to that. Yeah, I, I think would, Wilson's I better, also. but, like, I will I will hear you out on it and be like, you know what? Because Watson is just, I mean, talk about inept. Like, his situation is just 3,000 times worse than Wilson's. No, the fact that he, he puts up the numbers he does and the offense that he does, like, it's amazing. Dude, he was under Bill O'Brien for, like, his whole career. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. No, I. What he did. He's still an elite quarterback somehow. No, I know. So we'll see. I have a feeling though, if if Russ was to go, I just I don't know if these teams. Like the Raiders are, they're an interesting one, because I know that Carr's been like kind of put out on the market too. Right. I guess like no team in the NFL besides for like you know the obvious ones would say no to a Russell Wilson trade right now. Yeah, it's just like Watson. Like you have nothing to lose, even throwing like a little. This is what we'll give you, mm-hmm. in case they're like, I really like that player. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the worst that could happen? You get an upgrade because there's really only a, like. There's no upgrade to go to the Chiefs. Right. I mean, Wilson's younger than Rogers, so may like the Packers. Yeah. Are, like wouldn't make like a it wouldn't be a huge deal. No. And other than that, like anybody else is an upgrade. No. Yeah. Definitely. But, like, I mean, the, like, the Packers, the Buccaneers wouldn't do it. The Packers wouldn't do it. Like, I don't know. You just don't mess with what's working, right, I guess, exactly. if that makes any sense. I don't know. It's just it's just fascinating because I didn't see this coming. Like, I, I knew that there was, like, reports. Like, even last year, like, he was frustrated. But, like, I mean, Russell was phenomenal the first eight weeks of the season. The Seahawks were, what, 6-2, and 7-1? Yeah, something like that, and they had a fucking right. race. Yeah, because they stopped throwing the ball and like teams started adjusting and were just like, okay, they're either gonna run the ball or throw it thirty yards on the field. Yeah, like, well, it's like what DK said. He's like, teams just figured us out. Yeah, it's like yeah, and they had no adjustment. Yeah, like you're gonna get figured out halfway through the season. Every team does. There's too much film. Coaches aren't dumb. Like they watch everything you do, and it's how you adjust and how you adapt. And the Seahawks didn't do that. They better start doing it now, too. Otherwise, they're losing their franchise guy. And Pete Carroll's a great coach for, like, what he does. But, like, let's not act like he's this big X's and O's guru. He's really good at managing a team and managing personalities because, I mean, that that Seahawks team had a lot of personalities, and they had an explosive locker room, and it worked out just fine. They won a Super Bowl, went to another one, should have won a second one, didn't. Don't run it with beast mode. And you know what? Maybe that's hurting uh, Russ's trade stock right now, so... It might be. I don't know. Go hey, ahead. we tossed in that extra first, but he threw a he threw a pick five years ago on the one yard line. <laughs> That's it. That's the one thing we're hanging. I'm over a his trade head. negotiator, man. I'm a master trade negotiator. I would mention that. All right. I would. I'm not gonna say it would hold me back, but it'd be something I'd say. <laughs> he'd see. He'd listen to that and be like, "Okay, <laughs> what about the last three? That years, one's dude? also on Pete Carroll. So <laughs> whatever. Right. But moving on to some other news, though. Kyler Rudolph got released by the Vikings yesterday. Two days from when you'll be listening to this podcast on Thursday, but just sad. As a Vikings fan, I'm sad. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to let you take the floor on this one. I, I understand it. Like, last year there was rumors about him, you know, getting traded or released uh, for cap space. Like, I, I get it. It's his time to go. But, man, he's just one hell of a person, too. He does so much work for the community. And, I mean, he was up for Walter Payton Man of the Year last year, and I think he almost won it. And if, if you look at his social medias, he's always in, like, children's hospitals or out in the community doing something, like running a project, 
working with the youth. It's just like this guy is so important to the community and he gives back so much, which is great. He's just a great human. And I'm really sad to see him go. But at the end of the day, I think the Vikings are looking towards Irv Smith and they're saying, you're our guy. We want to see you be a big part of this offense. And it, it's also sad to say, but like I don't think the Vikings used Kyle Rudolph to his full potential at all in his career. And I would have really liked to see how big Kyle Rudolph would have gotten had he been like an integral integral part in an offense. Right. Whereas like he's and he's never been like that big target or even like the number two target. He's always been like the three or the four for the Vikings. Yeah. What could he have been as a one two? Yeah, no, I, I understand everything you're saying. It's weird. It's going to be weird seeing him in, like, not a Vikings uniform. Uh, do you think there's a possibility that he hangs it up? I think so. I mean, like... He's, what, 30? He, he's older than that. I think he's, he's ten, it was a 10-year vet. Something okay, like so he's that. probably 31, 32. He's yeah, probably I'm 22, like, 21 when he came out. Yeah, something like that, yeah. He went to Notre Dame, I think. He did go to Notre yeah. Dame, yeah. He and Harrison Smith came out in the uh, same draft class. If I remember right. It's a good draft class. I think Harrison Smith was our first round pick with someone else, and then Rudy was our second round pick, if I'm right. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. Really good draft class. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not a bad draft. No, not at all. No, Rudolph's a good player, man. Um, I think he, yeah, like you said, didn't really get used to his full potential, but you can't say he was bad in what he did because he was, he was good. <laughs> Ruined the Saints playoff run. Yeah, he did. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes of all time in the NFL, too, is Kirk Cousins being asked about Kyle Rudolph. And he goes, yeah, it's like throwing at a mattress. He just absorbs it. <laughs> I'm like, what? A mattress? Yeah, only Kirk would say that, too. I know. Kirk's wild in, like, the most normal way ever. He's just the most average guy. I feel like I would, like, I could meet a guy just like doesn't Kirk Cousins he, at Menards on a Saturday. Doesn't he drive a minivan? Yeah, he does. That's badass. It's economic, dude. Hey, makes sense, man keep your money in order he's just such a normal guy i know he doesn't even he doesn't even look like a pro athlete either no he just looks like some fit Average guy show. that you would yeah. see like the y shooting hoops and you know yeah. like before he's got to pick his kids up he'd be the type of guy to come into starbucks and order a soy latte i have no idea what that comparison is but hey soy i mean just like he looks at someone like he he's probably a vegetarian <laughs> i don't know but i mean maybe he's, he's pretty funny though He's probably on the keto diet, like, 24-7. I could see that. Even though he doesn't need it, he's just on it. Just because. Yeah, he's just because like, he likes just, it. He's like, I just can't handle Like, I can't do it. Like, I got to make sure I keep my weight down. Got to make sure I keep it a playing weight. <laughs> like, Kirk, you could put on some muscle. It's like, not going to hurt you. You're probably, like, 7% body fat. Like, you're fine. No, I just got to make sure I'm on my make sure I'm on my <laughs> grind. Make sure I'm good. Hey, at least he doesn't roll out there like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that dude does not care what I don't. He, I don't think he eats like I don't think he is like a dietitian. I no, don't think he, he cares about <laughs> what he eats. I don't think any of that matters. Is like as long as my right arm's attached to me. I mean, he's a terrible person, but as long as my right arm is attached to me, hey, we'll, that's, we'll, we'll sling it. That's full on Ben. He's just just a big dude. He's huge, massive. No, uh, back to Kyle Rudolph though. You have any landing spots you like? I have one I, in particular. I haven't really thought about it to be quite honest. Um, I think anyone that's going to be looking for a veteran tight end i i don't know if that's just me being like skeptical but like do you think he's do you think he should walk into a team and be tight end one yes absolutely okay. i think that i mean if i'm kyle rudolph and obviously i'm you know master negotiator yeah i'm gonna walk in and get 30 million dollars mm -hmm. even if i don't have the resume right i'm just gonna walk in and do it yeah. finesse them but like 
there's no point for him to go sign somewhere and be like a backup like he he could just hang it up and he could get into like coaching or right. be a commentator or, you know like work for nfl network or whatnot something like that but he could still he still has enough in him where he could start for another two or three years and be effective and i do have one landing spot that i really like that i have a feeling you'll also like cincinnati Oh, yeah. I've heard them linked to Zach Ertz. And, they were trying to trade. I think yeah. they're going to. I and have a feeling they're I'm going to trade for Ertz. blanking on one other tight end that they've been like shopping around for. This would be easier for them. They don't have to give anything up. They can just sign him. I don't think it's They have a question. lot of cap space. Yeah, I don't think it's any question that Kyle Rudolph's better than Zach Ertz right now. I think Zach Ertz had a huge fall from Grace last year, and he looked atrocious as a football player. I don't know. I mean, I I still think Ertz is better, but I think it's the health that just he can't do it as much. I don't know. I mean, I think a healthy Ertz is better than a healthy Rudolph. I guess but, you might be right on that one. I'm but it, if, like, he's, Rudolph if he stays healthy, like yeah, exactly, can often. Ertz stay healthy? That's the question. Yeah. But getting Burrow a red zone target like exactly that like great. I don't know. I, I, the the Bengals are in a position where like they just need to upgrade at everywhere they can at right. this point. Like they don't. I mean, offensive line, obviously, but yeah, adding a guy like Rudolph, I mean, that's a no-brainer to me. I mean, that's also an extension of the offensive line. Like, he's going to block well for right. you. He's a veteran yeah. presence in the locker Definitely. room. Great person to bring in. Veteran leadership, like I've said, and mm-hmm. great red zone target. Yeah. Like, he's not the downfield stretch. There aren't many stretch-the-field tight ends, and he's definitely not one of them. But, no. like, inside the 20, watch out, dude. He'll just kind of sink into a zone and... Yeah, he's reliable as hell, too. He's got great hands. Oh, yeah. That one-handed catch he had. So, yeah, that that's my favorite landing spot for him is Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I don't like... It's weird. Like, the tight, end, the tight end market is weird, dude. Because, like, unless you have an elite tight end, adding a tight end is never a bad look. No. I mean, there's like, only, like... Like, if that makes like, any sense. Yeah, like, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle... Yeah, and I mean, there's like, other I like... I mean, like, Mark Andrews is yeah, starting and, um, to be like... He's like a second tier. Darren Wallen. Oh, Darren Waller is awesome. Or Waller. Yeah, not Wallen. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, Waller. Uh, Yeah, he's a stud. But, okay, so like going back to the Vikings for a second, Irv Smith is looking pretty promising. Yeah, he's looked really Bama good. Bama boy. Hate him. Hate Bama. Hate Bama. He Love might Irv, be, Irv Smith. you know, surprisingly, as many guys as they turn out, a lot of them suck, and... He might be a good one. He's looked like it so far. I mean, he he's also been taking reps behind Rudy. So I think at this point, it's also the Vikings pushing him to come into a bigger role. And if you don't have Rudolph there, that's going to take like probably like 50 targets. On the, I'd assume that Rudy probably commands like 50 to 60 targets on the year. Right. So you shift like probably half of those, maybe a little over half to Irv Smith. And then he's going to see maybe 70, 80 balls towards him this season. So does this, does this mean the Vikings are going to draft a tight end? Yeah, maybe they'll use like a late-round pick on a tight yeah. end. I, can see I, that. I wouldn't expect them using a top four-round no. pick. Wouldn't make any sense, no. Um, Conklin was a third-rounder, right? Michigan State? Uh, Central Michigan. He was a Central third Michigan? or fourth-round pick, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought he was Michigan State. He's got some good hair. Yeah, he does. Um, He's got some locks. Speaking of tight ends, though, so Jared Cook also got released, and he was released by the Saints. Yeah, he had a pretty rough fumble 
Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if that had that much to do with it. I think a lot of this is just cap casualty. Oh, a lot the with Saints Kyle are Rudolph, dude. not in a good position. No, they aren't, cap. but like no one in the NFL is, surprisingly, besides for like five teams who just have so much cap room, like Jets, Bengals, Cardinals. Um, There's a couple other teams, but like if you're not like super over the cap, it's a weird situation this year. There's going to be a lot of short-term deals, it sounds like. It's going to be a wild free agency. Because, I don't, again, I don't think guys are going to be getting long-term. Just because, like, the pandemic and, like, how it affected the cap and, like, the revenue for teams. Even though all these owners can afford it. Like, don't act like oh, these guys are getting their pockets can. hit. Not a thing. Yeah. Don't give me any of that. Jared Cook, he's bounced around a lot. But another thing about Jared Cook, though, is, like, from his time at the Packers, like, dude's good. Dude's really good. He's also one of those tight ends that can stretch the field. Was yeah, say, he but like he's quick enough. He's enormous too. He's yeah. like six seven, six six. Yeah, like he can he can make enough moves where like he can get downfield. So I actually have a few more landing spots for Jared Cook that I like than mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph. But do you have any off the top of your head before I go? Okay, so like before we get to that, do you think or like were you surprised when you saw that the Saints released him? Uh I wasn't. I wasn't. I was surprised that they picked Jared Cook to cut because like, not that the Saints don't have weapons. But they don't have a surplus. I mean, like, you got Alvin Kamara, Slant Boy. And, like, yeah, Emmanuel Sanders is fine, but, like, he's getting up there. Sure. And he doesn't really play a big part in the offense. Yeah. So I kind of expected Jared Cook to get a bigger role this season instead of getting cut. But I wasn't surprised when I saw just how bad their cap issue is. And if they're going to, like, if they end up needing to make a play for a quarterback, if um drew reed retires because Jameis's contract is up and Taysom hill is in the last year of his extension now so they're gonna have to do something at quarterback especially if drew Brees retires so I was, I was a little surprised yeah you know i was too and he had a good year he had a good career in new orleans i mean he had 16 tutties in two years the thing is though he's 33 years old and I think that age plus his contract, I don't know how much he was getting. I'm guessing it was between like five and eight million. A year. I think he was seven or eight this year. Okay, I was gonna say that. That that's just off the top of my head. Again, dude, it's just the cap situation. And I think if you factor in his age and like when you're thirty three, like there's just no givens, no matter what position you play. Like quarterback, running back especially, tight right. end, wide receiver, like it's just tough. And I think that all that factored in to him getting cut. And yeah, they need sense. to save money where they can. The Saints are in a terrible cap situation. So I don't want to say I was, like, surprised because I wasn't. But I was also, like, also a little surprised because I guess I didn't think off the top of my head he was going to get cut. But then once I, like, thought about it, I was like, oh, okay, I guess this makes sense. Yeah, yeah no, it definitely does. Um, as for landing spots, I don't know. Again, like I just said, like, I guess I didn't really think about, like, the tight end market. Do you have any? I mean, you said you had a couple. So what? What are you thinking? I'll pull off you. My favorite is the Bills, because they oh, don't okay. really yeah. like they. They had like Tyler Eifert that they signed. I think it was, or was it Tyler Croft? One of the two. One of the old Bengals tight ends that just didn't really work out, and he didn't play a lot. And they have Dawson Knox too, who has big playability, but he just hasn't fully come around as an NFL tight end. And I know it's it's slow to come about. I think this is only his second year, right? It is, yeah, yeah. his second year. Ole Miss so, boy. I mean, like, they're definitely... It's just harder to come around as a tight end in the NFL because there's a learning curve. I mean, mm-hmm. the guys you're blocking are way bigger, way faster, way stronger, and then the guys that you're running routes against 
way bigger, way faster, way stronger. Yeah, and that's just Schemes knowing the playbook and knowing yeah. where to go, timing with quarterbacks. I mean, your quarterback in the NFL is going to be 10 times better than your college oh, quarterback. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, I like the Bills because I don't think Dawson Knox is ready yet. And then you give him a veteran to work with who has a similar skill set. And the Bills are already in their window. Like they yeah. are yeah. 100% in their Super Bowl window. And that's why I think they were in for J.J. Watt. Like, yeah. again, because we know J.J. isn't going to be like, I mean, it's sad to say, but he just like hasn't stayed healthy. He's not, I mean, he's older, but it'd be a nice complimentary piece. It's a piece to like, you know, give you an edge. Right, right exactly. It's not like you're signing new Hopkins, right, where it's like, oh, man, this is a franchise changing. Yeah, but it's no. like when you're in that Super Bowl window, you sign guys to like, that are going to make a difference or like going to add to your team. Yeah. It doesn't 100%. matter how much, but yeah, I, I think that'd be a good spot for him. Yep. Second one is Arizona. Oh, because I yeah. don't really I mean, think, I, I don't really know what they have at tight end. I don't think it's anything special. Cause like, I don't know who Arizona's tight end. Is. I know they had Dan Arnold and I can't remember if he's still there. Dan Arnold was a former saints tight end who they let go last year. Um, he's kind of a, every once in a while you hear, he caught like a 30 yard touchdown pass. You're like, who was that? Like, Dan Arnold, I feel like I could, I could meet one of ten guys on the street named Dan Arnold and at any time, but I think he fits there well, especially because like you can't cover everyone on that team, you just can't. And adding more pieces to that would work. Definitely, that'd be a nice piece there. I think he's gonna find a spot for sure. He is. I think he's he's definitely got a year or two left in him, yeah. barring injury. You know. Obviously, you can't expect you can't expect the unexpected with that. You don't know what's going to happen, but I think it's pretty safe to say we're going to see Jared Cook for a year or two longer, and then who knows we're gonna, what's going to happen. Yeah, and I got some quick hitters for you coming up here. Golden Tate got cut by the Giants. First thoughts? Uh, I kind of forgot he played for the Giants. So did I. I I, I kind of like watching Golden Tate play football. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. He's he is fun because you don't know what he's gonna like. You'll throw him the ball for like three yards just because you think that your quarterback's going to get sacked, and he'll take it, make a few moves, and all of a sudden he's 15 yards downfield. It's like, huh? I think if, if I'm Golden Tate, I'm going on a competing team. 100%, yeah. You I'm on the trying Lions, to sign. You like, were on the Giants, like, try to get a ring. Yeah, 100%. He was on the Eagles for like six weeks, too. Yeah, I that's what I would do if I was him. Yeah. I don't know the market he's going to have. I don't know. There's a lot of veteran wide receivers in this uh, free agency and they're all kind of just, like, clumped together. Yeah. Besides for, like, obviously Allen Robinson and... Um, Chris Godwin? Yeah. Yep, those are the big guys. Yeah, yeah. Golden Tate's going to have a market. I don't know what it's going to be. But he could definitely sign with the team. And, like, he's not going to be a he's not gonna be a big target share guy. He's going to be, like, a throw it to him on a screen. Yeah. Or, you know, get it to him in, in open field and see what he can do. Because he's still got wheels. No, yeah, but he's a veteran guy too. He's gonna add to your locker room, give you a veteran presence, give you leadership. Uh, I don't, I don't. I mean, he's gonna fit in in a lot of places. Honestly, it's gonna be interesting to play out because there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on this year, and we will definitely get into a full on free agency episode here when we get a little more uh, understanding of what teams are looking for now versus what in the draft, and that's gonna come out here in the next few weeks too. Yeah, definitely. So expect that. One last. Uh, little free agency news is Tyrell Williams. Yes, Tyrell Williams, former Charger and Raider, signed with the Lions on a one-year deal. Now, this Chef is... Bomb. Yeah. Schefter. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, huh? Yeah. I, like, oh, I, was yep. a, I thought that was going to get a better reaction. <laughs> no, I, I missed what you said at first. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was reported on by Adam Schefter. The Lions are in a bad place for receivers. Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones are both set to be free agents. There's talk about Galladay being franchise tagged because he's a really, really good receiver, and you don't want to lose him. But at this point, the Lions are in a full rebuild, so if they let him go... You might just have to be like, all right, well, we got to find a new receiver because who knows how long it's going to take before the Lions are relevant again. And Tyrell Williams yeah. has proven he can be mm-hmm. like a decent one. He's a really, he's a good two. Yeah. Like we saw that in the Chargers where like Tyrell Williams would just catch like a 60 or 70 yard touchdown like every few weeks. And you'd be like, huh? I kind of forgot he's a player, but like he's, he's out there all the time. Yeah. And he, he was injury riddled the last two seasons for the Raiders. That's probably why. He's not a big name right now. Yeah. I was actually really excited about him going to the Raiders because I thought he was going to be their number one. And I think he was set to be their number one for the se- his first season. And then he got hurt like two weeks in after starting off pretty solid. So right. he just never really showed it. Yeah, no, definitely. I think at this point, any signing for the Lions isn't going to be a bad one for where they're at as a franchise. Uh, again, one-year deal. You're going to see a lot of short-term deals. Expect one, two-year deals. Sounds like that's what it's going to be throughout the market. And, yeah, Tyrell Williams to the Lions. I think it's a good signing for both parties involved. I also do. Um, I mean, Tyrell's going to see a lot of targets. He's going to see a lot of balls his way. From Goff. <laughs> From Jared Goff. From Goff. Jared Goff. Oh, man. He's going to be... Oh. Jared Goff is playing in the NFC North. Without Sean McVay. Yeah, I don't want to see Jared Goff play without Sean McVay because I think it's going to be ugly, like ugly, ugly. We're hey, both on I'm, record yeah, saying I was that. Say, I'm not. I'm not mad. He's in the NFC North. No, it just means Kirk Cousins is the second best quarterback in the NFC North. Yeah, for sure. He's been the number three for the last however many years he's been in the North, and now he's finally number two. I'll take it. Yeah. At least we don't have Mitch Trubisky. Vikings fans. <laughs> Rest your head on that. Rest easy. Come on. Have a good night's sleep, guys. Absolutely. You know and uh, this Thursday, we will not be having community tap. It's been it's midterms week. It's a little weird. We don't have Peter with us because of midterms, and our schedules are really weird right now. But expect a crazy community tap section next week. It's going to be off the chart. I mean, I'm just letting you know now. It's yeah. going to be. Peter's already working on it for next week, so be ready. Don't miss it. We might have to drop some of the stuff before just we so you guys will. can listen in because it's there it's has be there something. have been some takes we've had to drop. Yes, there have been. Unfortunately, but all good takes. So don't forget to follow no, us on Instagram, Twitter. Were they all good takes though that we? Dropped? Okay, no, they weren't all good takes. Um, yeah, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the heavy underscore poor. And follow us on Twitter at poor underscore heavy. Um, keep listening. Be ready for a show on Tuesday next week. And hope everybody has a good spring break next week if you have it. Enjoy uh, the end of final of midterms week. And thanks, guys. Peace.